0: Well, listen, a question. Listen, Pastor Paul, you already told us what's on the table. So let me do the honors and tell you who's Please, at the table. Do Can we get it. in that thing? Well, listen, today yes. is, a, is a blessed day. Today we have Dr. Roan Wellington. Let me tell you something. We are in for a treat. He is a guru. He is a specialist in digital marketing, in graphic design, social media. He has a wealth of experience. Listen, he comes to us not only from the pastoral perspective, but also he was um, in the television as a television director and audio-visual floor engineer for the Cable News Network. We are in for a treat with Dr. Wellington, who now serves in the North American Division as the professional in the professional services department. So we thank Dr. Wellington for being on. And then we have, there's a drum roll, duh, the one and only Captain, I call him Captain Kirk, I'm talking about Kirk Nugent, the man, the creator. He does a host of online media professional um, workshops, he is powerful, Um, he has a, I mean he does a whole, what else can I say about Kurt Nugent man, he was on past the round table before, done a wonderful job, he has just a mind that we gotta pick from today to get us to that next level, the guru himself. Kirk Nugent is in the building, and I'm excited to have Dr. Wellington and Kirk Nugent right here at the pastor's roundtable. Hey, listen, I gotta take some notes
1: because hey, hey, I, got, I got some <laughs> note paper here too. Let's 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 yes, do sir. this. Yes, sir. All right, All hey, right. first hey, university in the house. One U Tech is watching. All right, hey, let's bring them on. Let's bring them on right now. I don't want to wait any longer. Hey, hey, there hey, they're hey, hey, hey. Hey
2: in the house today we are here what's good what's
1: good family and there's just too much too much electricity up in this spot right now i don't know i don't know wow wow wow
3: it is it is hot it is hot listen, it's listen be be these here, two gentlemen be these here. two gentlemen these two gentlemen have inspired not only the three of us on here but inspired the world in the adventist wow. circles In this arena, so I just want to say it is a joy to have you here with us. And uh, as our host normally shares, you have a—we didn't give you a whole resume. We have a few. You have a few moments to share with us a little bit of what you would like to tell our viewers this afternoon. We're going to start with uh, Dr. Wellington. I know you're a preacher. But uh, we're gonna let you have your time today because you're gonna bring us good food today. So share with us something you would like to share with your viewers, something about yourself, your family, what you're doing. Give us a shout out.
4: All right, thank you very much uh, Asaraja, Roger and Dion. It's so great to be here with you. Trust me, uh, if you got Kirk on, you don't need me. Kirk is the man, so it's good to be on, <laughs> to be on with Kirk. Um, I'm Rohan Wellington, I love media, love tech. Um, always dreamt of a happy marriage between media and ministry. And um, it's come together. The pandemic has helped us to realize that it's not um, one or the other, but together. Mm-hmm. Some people say the health message is the right arm. I say media is the left arm. So you get the complete ah. body. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> awesome, wow.
4: awesome. Awesome.
1: Awesome. What? Listen, I, 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 I think I'm this sure, gonna sure, right button is going to get a lot of work today, Kirk, because cause the right arm, left arm, I got to throw that in there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Listen, there's a lot of power in the room, man. A lot of power in the room. All right. I, I guess it's my calls, time to, to. Yeah, it's your turn. I just want to say this. Dion calls you Captain Kirk, but uh, your Midnight Cafe, you are the bishop. Bishop, the so
2: bishop, <laughs> share with us. Share with us. There you go. the bishop, like man. <laughs> this is amazing. Listen, so let, let me let me start by saying my name is Kirk Nugent, former missionary and IT executive, turned content creator and live video coach. I've been given the title the Geek Speaker Preacher, and it really embodies my passions. Technology, media, speaking, and ministry. While I am growing intentionally on a number of social media platforms, my primary focus is on YouTube, where I teach small businesses, entrepreneurs, and faith-based entities, how to harness the power of live video. Um, And and that's, that's me in a nutshell. My, my link is right here beside my name, Kirk10klive.com. You'll find all my links there. But what I want to say here real quick before I yield the mic back to our, our gracious hosts is a word of affirmation for this space that you've created here for the Pastors Roundtable. The, the truth of the matter is the formula is simple. Uh, being successful online in these online spaces, being a content creator, creating a space for people to have their questions answered. And what you have done, you have, se- you looked out into the co- into, into the cosmos, I was going to say cosmos, but probably more online. And you said, there is a gap. There is a gap in our offerings. There's a gap in our conversation. There's a gap in what our ministries need. And we want to fill that gap with the pastors Roundtable. All three of you are not only sharing from a a perspective of expertise, but a perspective of a lived experience. A lived experience can sometimes be even more important and more impactful than expertise. You have needed some of the resources that you are are bringing to your audience and you are now able to share that with them and they galvanize around this platform. Some of the things that we're gonna answer today, some of the topics we're gonna touch on today in this session, deal with some of the things that you see these three men doing with this space. So I will be using Pastor's Roundtable as an example for some of the questions that we'll dive into today. My name is Kirk Nugent, again, I'm excited to be here, excited to chat with you guys, excited to dive into the content.
1: All right. All hey, right. hey.
3: That's that's it awesome. right there in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> it's an every word.
1: All right, here we go. Well, I'm ready, guys. I don't want to belabor this anymore. Let's let's have a word of prayer and then let's let's jump in. Let's jump in. Father, we thank all you right. for this moment. We ask that you would be in it and that you would lead us and direct us. We thank you, Father, for the the gift that you've given us in technology. We ask as that as we seek today to sharpen those tools and to to get better at it, that you would be our guide for we ask it in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. 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 Listen, uh, when I started ministry, organized ministry in 1998, we had to get to the church. We had to set up the, the, the service, put the bulletins together. We had to make sure the microphone was working. We made sure that that, that the speaker was there. The water was at the, at, at the desk. Things were in place. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic has changed all of that. Mercy. The pandemic has changed all of that. How critical is it for churches to have a virtual presence? I'm going to ask Dr. Wellington to start that with us.
4: Critical is an understatement. If they don't have it, they're in intensive care, and we hope the vital signs will give them life after the pandemic is over. But if they don't, it needs to happen like yesterday. Um, Online presence is... If you don't have an online presence today, it is not too late to develop. Let's say that. Let's give that to those who are still looking to develop. So let's Let's not say that they can't do it. They can't. If you have an online presence or had one pre-pandemic and you're doing one now, now is the time to re-evaluate, reassess, and make sure that what you have is being effective. Because I can tell you the reality of today's worship experience is it's window shopping, your window shop. Huh. People want to see what they have, what they can, what's happening on the inside. And if it's not happening on the inside, it's bye-bye. See you later. Mercy. And yeah. today, because of the pandemic, it's church without walls. So um, I'm up in the Northeast in the morning. I'm down Southeast, in the, uh, uh, down South in the afternoon. And and then I go in the afternoon, I cross the pond. I'm all over the world wow. because wow. of this virtual experience. Shape up, leverage up, because it's time to shape up. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, man. man.
2: Listen, Rowan always, he, 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 I don't even know, how do you guys put him first? I, I don't want to go after him, but I do want to tack hey, on Jerry, a little bit to that. that-
1: at the nad they created an office for this man <laughs> they, oh, <come> yeah. <laughs> it didn't exist before he had it this, 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 a this is the director of personal professional <laughs> services it did not exist before rohan Wellington.
3: this is it
2: this is it now i, I said this to yeah, you this is, exist, but don't say it
1: that this way it. man <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, I, I said this. I said this to Anselm earlier, but I, I, this first question is hard, man, because I, I want you guys to invite me back. Uh, so, so even as I'm looking at my notes, I'm like, ah, maybe you should let's slow roll. Let's slow roll this thing. But let me say this: I, I think that your online presence, your virtual presence, your virtual presence is relative to your church. It is Come relative on. to you, you as this as a specific body of believers right to your specific church should you be online you the online is the current marketplace so 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 answer the question yourselves should you be in the marketplace with the gospel message The answer is yes. And if that answer is yes, then you should be online because online is the new marketplace. Where else can you go to find people? People that are not in your sphere of influence, people that are not in your circles, people that you won't naturally come across on a day-to-day basis. Where else can you go to find them but to find them online? But when you find them online, I I hope that you have a purpose in finding them. See, this is, in my opinion, the issue for a lot of churches that is that we Want them to come to us? Hey, we're here at church, and you stop. What? Why should um, they come to you? Why, why should they come and hang out? Why should they? Why is it relevant that you're here? So I'm going to challenge yeah, folks right now. I'm sorry, I'm going to challenge folks right now.
1: What is the name of your website? Something, uh-huh. something, something. something Seven Day Adventist Church. The Seventy Greater Adventist Church of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What is the, the name of your Instagram Seventy handle? Adventist. What's the name of the your same. Facebook page? The same.
2: <laughs> Why is that relevant? What question are you answering? What 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 need are you meeting? In the he mingled with the people as one who desired their good. What good do you Ooh. desire with them? Why, when you say that your name is Altamont Mount. Springs Seventh Day Adventist Church? Oh, help me understand. Oh. So so I think there's a there is a t- there's a tension here. Yes, you should be online. How should you be online? Right. And here's the last piece I want to share here. And again, I I hope you guys invite me back. The pandemic, (laughs) I'll say it this way. Is the pandemic a factor in the in the fact that we need to have a virtual presence or has it just revealed a deficit? Exposed. It, 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 It literally just revealed a deficit. So so I think we have to think, yes, we want to talk about the tech and the gear and all that stuff. Yes, you need to be online because online is the new marketplace. And if you're not online, then what are you really saying? See, see. But here's the thing: I want you to make sure that you translate this into the in-person as well. Why would somebody go to your website? Okay, pause. Why would somebody come to your church? Those two questions are not dissimilar. You need to marry up those plans and have a, a approach and attack a, a a a method that is going to be successful. That will take people from where they are to where they want to be.
5: Oh, wow. Oh, I'll,
2: I'll, I'm stopping. <laughs> You're
4: giving us some hard
0: medicine right now, man.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can jump in. I want to say something on that. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead Doc. I, I think it's important, too, that um, for because we're in this tech space that we navigate and, and help people to understand the difference between that virtual presence and that online presence um, because we use those words interchangeably and it's really uh, it's different um, and, and people are asking about especially for small churches when the pandemic came um, we're not promoting, promoting any product but we're saying these products because they work zoom product provided that virtual experience for yeah. a lot of churches regardless of size whether they're small or large zoom became that virtual experience that's not the same as the online because zoom now allowed you to go online by that streaming presence and also by that online presence that you could you know your website etc etc that Kirk made reference to but if you are in that virtual space with like for example zoom we'll use that as an example for small churches um, if you're not yet ready for the online presence please don't hit that go live button until you're ready to hit that go live button. Ouch. Hold off on that go live button until you're ready. What what
2: you no, so, that's good. So,
4: so hey,
1: let me, let me this pull, pull this other question back. And and I think you addressed it a tad there. Um, and pastor Wellington, um, this was from that the victory.
4: Fine, man. No titles, man. I'm good.
1: <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <you. laughs> um, so, so victory SDA church asks, is an online presence, Critical for all churches, considering small churches may not be able to. Um, and 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 I, I'm going to proffer you guys my my thoughts on this, and then I want your feedback on it. I think that out of all of the churches in in this day and in this age that that have um, potential to to benefit from an online presence, our smaller churches have much greater potential to profit from being in the online space. I've pastored churches that had 15, 20 members, 12 members out in the boonies out in the country. If I, and I'm just preaching to those 12 people and that's all Mm -hmm. I'm getting But if I were in the online space, almost automatically, I could have just from my own personal friends as the pastor, I could have expanded the reach of that church by being in the online space multiple times more than I may have, should I have been already in a large church in a large city where there's tons of cities and I mean, tons of other churches, et cetera, et cetera. Do large churches have more to gain by having a presence in the space? Man, so
4: I'm glad you asked I, that question.
2: Because, oh, you want to jump, Kurt? Yeah, I- no, no, I, I, let me just tack on something, because Rowan actually, in my opinion, Rowan actually answered this question in a, just a second ago by defining the difference between online presence and virtual presence. I think, I think maybe, maybe the person asking the question is, is more speaking to a virtual presence. Should smaller churches have a virtual presence online? And I think maybe there may be a conversation there. Uh, yeah, as no, to no. whether or not a virtual presence is 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 necessary online, but I think that everybody should have an online presence. Every every church, every person should have an online presence. I I coach people, individual people, individual ministries, ministries that may, that are made up of two and three. I coach them on how to get started and establish a platform online to answer questions and serve thousands. So I don't see a, the size of the church, you know, sp- speaking to, I mean, c- agreeing with, with, with Pastor Paul, I don't see the size of the church being a factor in whether or not you should have a presence online. I think you should have a presence online. Does that mean you need to be streaming a service? Not necessarily. I mean, it, it could mean that if it's relevant to your strategy online if it's relevant to your topic online if it's relevant to the answer the the question that you specifically answer with your content online because if you're online you should be answering a question I want to say that again if you're online you should be answering a question go ahead Rowan sorry
4: and, and the question is whether you're small or large the question is that every church media team pastoral team church board every church should be asking is what is our plan for outreach? Okay. Because the, what this pandemic did is that it, level, it, it leveled the playing field for the big churches. Let me tell you the honest truth about this whole pandemic and online streaming and, and ministry in both the online and the virtual space. Guess what, the small church and the big church, uh, the TD type church and the Andrews church and the Oakwood church and the small church all came to the same leveling ground Mercy. in terms of being on the online. Come on, DJ. Yes, sir. Let
1: the weak say, <laughs> "I am strong." They,
4: <laughs> yes. I but it. what makes the difference is what's the plan in the small church? And I know some of the guys who worked um, on the on uh, TD Jackson's ministry and and helped the, with the online side. It started small, mm. but they had a strategy, and they helped to build it. And grow it to where it is. What's the strategy that you have for the small church? And and yes, answer. When you have that only that twelve or so people, yeah, it's good. But guess what? Make sure if you only have one good singer, use that one good singer.
0: Mercy. <laughs> <I see. laughs>
3: can I if, can I, if can if I say something too?
4: If you only oh. st- stick to what you can do and do it well, and once you do it well. It will continue to grow. Don't try to be a mega church when you're a small church, because you have to uh, do what you do well. You can't you can't you can't come to the major leagues with a minor league mentality. You gotta understand what's
3: yeah, happening. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, we yeah. didn't put that on nah, in there, of let us let, let, not go down this rabbit hole too long because that's next week's show. Remember okay. we here yeah. about the gear, not about the content. We're gonna deal with the content <laughs> next week. And I think I think you have set us up nicely yes. with why we need to be either a virtual present or have good content on there. I think you all have done an excellent job. But don't forget that we gotta begin with what we're talking about today on the gear. So let's let's be careful in how where we're going with this. So let's let's let's
0: go there. They, you know, Pastor Pastor Wade is getting us on track, man, getting us on track. So listen. <laughs> All right, so for the last almost two years, right? 18 months, we've watched local churches online, right? You've watched Mm -hmm. them, everybody's getting online, really online, not just the virtual space, but online, Facebook, YouTube, all that. What are the top three mistakes you see local church tech teams doing and media departments um, while they are online? The top three mistakes that you see local churches doing and church tech teams doing while they are online. Is yeah, it three,
2: three or is it three Go total ahead. for the two of us? Is three for Ron and three for me? Is it how many? Yeah, well, yeah, give but us but some parameters Three, three, three each
0: here. Is fine. Yeah, we want to know the top okay, three, three mistakes that you see local churches I, making. Tech actually, teams and media departments. Kirk, yeah, Kirk so and
4: I and another friend of ours, BT, we are in this chat group together. We actually do we do we did do this critiquing process when we were when this <laughs> pandemic happen and you'd be you'd be hilarious to see what we found um yeah. in some in in some of the way. But I'll say this. One of the things that the churches from the church's perspective and I let I'll let um Kurt do the tech piece. Um a lot of churches take the offline program, meaning their regular worship service, and just put it online. That's a big mistake.
5: Mm-hmm. Big, yeah.
4: big mistake.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- that's actually my number one as well, Rowan. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I'll, I'll add, I'll add to it. I'll add to it. If you, if you want me go to go ahead, go ahead. So, so streaming just the service only See, So here's what I want. I want to ask folks is when you look at when you as an individual consume content online, I heard somebody, I saw somebody say it in the chat right now. If I was a seeker and I came across a church service, I would, as soon as the announcement rolled, I would roll out as well. Uh, and, 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 and so what I'm saying is it, you've, you need to walk the space as if you are somebody who's, in the process of searching why would you don't just don't just stream your service only and, and call that being an online presence put content online that help people to answer a question I think the church as a whole has multiple in-depth very specific powerful answers to questions questions that the world is searching for answers for how do I know this because all of the top platforms that we have online Facebook instagram twitter linkedin youtube they are search engines at their core people are searching so if you can plug into what they're searching for you can help them meet their need you got to put content out there that's going to actually meet that need now it is very difficult let's be clear it is very difficult with zero online presence, to now start putting a worship service online and say that this is my content, my number one, my only form of content. It's difficult. So streaming the service only, I would say, is one of the major mistakes. The other two, I'll just say very quickly, since I, I have the mic, uh, <laughs> not respecting the social platforms and what it takes to be successful. There are rules to this thing. There are rules hmm. of engagement. There are rules to being online. Talk Churches to this feel like we can just break all those rules and still find success. If you have multiple people watching your service now, I would ask you the question. With zero search engine optimization, with no hashtags, with no attributes, you haven't optimized your thumbnail. Your title for your thing means nothing. It literally says Sabbath service and the date. Why do you think you have multiple viewers? You are only appealing to an audience that is internal. Mm. People who are seeking for the answer to the question, I wanna be clear, It's the answer is in the sermon. It's there, but you have hidden it. You have hidden it. You haven't followed the rules of online to ensure that the people who are searching for the answer can find the answer. And you want to make it quick, get to it, right? Don't make them wait through all of the perfunctory. This is why I'm saying I do not believe that service only, the church service only, is their primary form of content online. You need to be putting out snippets. You need to be putting out small things that help to answer people's questions. My last one is we must also adjust the way we serve for online. (coughs) This means the time right? This means the language, the verbiage, the acronyms that we use. It means the how we engage. It is from from the person who is doing Sabbath school to the person that is preaching the message, how you engage online is not... I'll give you one example and I'll shut up. For the pastors, my pastor friends out there, you must own the comments. Hmm. You must own the comments. Do you know what it means to own the comments? It means in your message, (laughs) you must put placeholders of questions that you need to Give to your comments Hey, comment section. Tell me how what's your prayer life look like this week? Was it good bad talk wow. to me in the comments? Then you continue on with your message while the comments oh. responded. Wow. If you don't do that someone else will rule the comments Somebody just posted a second ago. Hey, help me with my thing. I've got my my cash app here somebody posts in there Hey, I believe that the, the mark of the beast is not real And this whole other conversation begins happening in the comments because you have left the comments Alone, unattended. You've wow. got to rule the comments. In order to rule the comments, how you deliver your content has to be different. This is the mistake that I see people making. Wow. Wow. Just, wow. Just, wow. Let, let me, let me just it. give
1: it a pause oh, cool. right quick, uh, uh, Rohan, just before you go. I, we, you, know, you guys have noticed that that Pastor Wade had to leave us, but some of you have noticed that the nameplate changed, Dr. Henry. Um, yes. The nameplate yes. in that, in that <laughs> slot has changed. Talk to us about. This guy.
4: Ah oh, man, the man is here. The man is here. <laughs> Let me tell you. In fact,
0: Godfather right here, man. I the Don. conversation about two months ago with this guy. <laughs> you remember? How, we talked on the phone with Pastor Taylor. We talked on the phone when I was driving in Nashville, and we talked. Listen, we got a heavy hitter right here. Where's that organ, man? We need to have the organ going on here. <laughs> this is the communication guru. I mean, he does communication at the highest level. He is this an guy. online guru. He does graphics. Yeah. He does everything you yeah. need. Yeah, yeah, You gotta yeah. go to BT. We just call it BT. We got we gotta BT? call it T because BT has the answer. For your problem when you are online. BT is Mercy. the man. It's good to see Pastor Brian Taylor
3: here with us today.
5: <laughs> Welcome, you, BT. Be- well, thank you, thank you, thank you.
4: Here's here's the next biggest mistake. You're talking about tech teams. So let me talk to the tech team. This right here, mm. not having proper lighting wow. for their church project. Okay? Um, not having the proper lighting has been a big, big problem. I see in some. Uh, some churches, the preacher is dark. The area is dark. You can't see the preacher. So you want to invest in lighting. Um, I'm not doing any product promotion. I'm just saying that this, this brand is pretty cheap. I'm not say, giving any product promotions, but just letting you know that I found that this brand is pretty cheap. Uh, and yeah, you can yeah. use oh, yeah. in a set of three or in a set of five, you can get them in different intensities. The second thing is, I want to get back to Kirk's point but let me give you the uh, the other one um is um uh, the audio this is talk about hearing and you need to hear the word of God okay Beat down um, audio the, the media team needs the resources let me talk to the the leadership team the pastors and everything empower your media team by giving them the proper equipment for if for lighting, camera, and audio. Those three things, light, camera, action, light, camera, and audio. You need those three things. Um, mm. Outsider, who's your first-ender, your treasurer, the next most important person in your church, if you're going to rank anybody, but I don't do that. <laughs> but if you're going to, It's your media person, okay? So make sure you invest in, in that. So, and, and then finally, on the point that Kurt made, um, this is a big, big thing because um, a lot of churches have their streaming set up for people, what I call the fly on the wall experience. Yes, yes. Where they're streaming, but the online experience, online people are just treated like a fly on the wall. You just pitch up there and just watch us do what we're doing. Rather than recognizing and being intentional about reaching the online audience. I work, was a by a church in California, I'm not on oh, well, I can name a church. Uh, um, uh, it, I, it was uh, Rubido. I was by a Rubido church when I saw those guys doing some. Uh, online thing a few years ago when we were doing our doctorate. and I found out that these guys were actually up doing the online appeal while they were doing the in-person appeal for their offering. All right? Oh wow. And guess what? So they had said that it was uh, um, I was doing the online piece and Michael's was doing the, the, the in-house piece. and guess what? The online audience offering was just as substantial as the in-person audience offering. So the potential is great. Just don't treat your online audience like a fly on the wall. It's a community. It's real people, real connections, real relationships with people that ought to be authentic. Now, uh, final thing I'll answer. Somebody, I don't, I didn't see the comment, but somebody was saying there about some resources they wanted to have from NAD. If we could get that one back, uh, you let me know about that afterwards. Um, I don't know where that comment was made. I'll look for it. But I'd love to take that out and, and see what they do for small churches too.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I want to. I would just piggyback there if I can. I know BT is here, and I want, want him to be able to speak. But there, is, there's something that uh, Rowan touched on there in terms of the fly on the wall mentality. Um, you can structure your service in a way that allows for real real time engagement for your online audience. If you have an online host, if you have an quote unquote, I don't want to say pastor. But you have somebody who your online audience resonates with, they see them regularly, they get to know their personality, they, they, they have an ongoing conversation because they were talking about something last week and they're talking about it this week and they talk about it the next week as well. If you can create that kind of space with your online audience, you then begin to have an experience that is unique to the online space and an experience that is unique to the in-house space. This is what true hybrid church will look like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need platforms around being able to create those spaces, right? I, I like to call it, you know, the in the, the outer court and the, the inner court and the, the Holy of Holies. If you have, the outer court would be the number that's watching right now. So right now, Anselm, we got 181. So that's the outer court. And then <laughs> if you had, let's say a Zoom meeting Right where you had some people who are just a little bit closer to one another uh, uh, on camera, that would be more like the inner court. And then if we could get them into the building, sure. maybe that would be the, the holy. I don't know. Uh, maybe that analogy doesn't work for everybody. But what I'll say is this. There are platforms out there that do even a better job than, say, Zoom. And I want to pause it here. Mm. Alter Live. Mm-hmm. Alterlive.com. Check it out. Um, I'm actually doing some work with them right now. So full disclosure, I'm actually starting a cohort of training, uh, with alter live right now. So Anselm, I did send you a link in the private chat, the guest chat or, or whatever it's called there. But, um, but alter live is a platform that will enable you to set up a space that is hybrid. It is not where you're sitting, watching on your phone, and you're a number on a screen. You are sitting in a digital space with other believers from the church, taking in the service together. It 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 bridges this gap. I think I think I I have done this is my third cohort that I'm teaching in Altar Live Academy. Unfortunately, none of my 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 fellow Adventist Brethren have been in any of those cohorts. I've been working with some of our non non uh, Adventist folks, but it it is what it is. What I'm simply saying is, ministries are coming into the into the Altar Live Academy, learning how to do digital ministry. These are some of the resources that I believe that are out there. I want to say one last thing. Somebody asked, you know, how do we get these funds and resources? Rowan touched on this as well. If it's not a part of your church's overarching plan, then there will be no funding or resources. If we continue to look at it as how does the media team get money? I think we missing we're missing the point. If we continue to look at it as an external thing, like the media team needs money for what media teams do. Mm, No, wow, the overarching goal of the church is to reach people. And Uh if we as a church have decided that we are going to reach people online, then we need to fund that decision. This is not a media issue. The entire church needs to take this journey together.
4: Quick, yeah. quick. Um, just, just a quick follow-up. Two things. One, um, I know you gave full disclosure about the uh, university, and you asked about the Adventists. Uh, full disclosure. I was made aware just this week uh, um, that there is a Doctor of Ministry cohort coming from mass media. Communication and that's coming out of Andrews University, and I got the permission to give the drop the uh, the news today. So you can look for that to come. Um, you can ha- uh, if you're interested, you can contact Hyvet at andrews.edu. There's a cohort coming, and guess what, Kirk? I'm putting your name in. So you don't don't say you're going to be contacted. Okay. <laughs>
1: go, okay. Hold, up, up, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I was I was concentrating <laughs> on something else. Say Run that bias one more time, Roanne.
4: So Andrews University will be launching a Doctor of Ministry cohort in Mass Media Ministry. Wow. And it's going wow. to be launched in its, the first class will be in September of 2023, but you're starting the registration process now. If you are interested, you can contact me or you can contact Hyvet at Andrews.edu. Andrews, and, and yeah, Hyvet at Andrews.edu. That's Dr. Hyvet Williams. And um, that will be starting in in uh, next September for the first
1: class. Oh, that's awesome! That's phenomenal! That's, <laughs> that's cool. awesome! But
4: to Kirk's point, this is, is a critical point. Oftentimes, we ask the question about what the uh, church can, where media team can get their monies, and how, as if the media team is divorced from the church. Full yeah. Mm. And yeah. When, when the church embraces media ministry as a part of its mission, its modus operandi, Come then on. it will not have a problem in putting the funding behind it. Wow. The problem is they see it as a separate thing, and, and that is the problem. They need to embrace it and recognize that it is a part of the modus operandi. And sorry if my audio is dropping out, but uh, no, I not. just moved, so no, I still have not got my, unpacked my stuff yet.
2: No, yes. no, no, you're good. We're hearing you loud and clear, and I couldn't agree okay. with you more, you're man. Good. Good. BT, thanks, go thanks. ahead, man. I know you wanted to say something.
5: No, I was saying he was good. Um, when, when he talked he talked about funding, um, one, one of the things that often happens is media teams look and say, oh, we need all of this equipment, we need all of this money. Um, I, I was doing a concert with someone yesterday and I shared with them, I said, don't ask for money, do the work. Mm. Begin the ministry. <laughs> yes, let uh, them see what's happening. Let them see yeah. what's going as small as it is. Let them see what's going. And as they say, Oh, wow, we're doing this. You know, we could do, we, here's where we want to go. Share the vision because I firmly believe and God has proved it to me over the years that provision always follows the vision. Mm. Wow. Come on, come on, BT. And so once the vision is there, here is, here is where we are. Here's where we're trying to go. There will be people who will come alongside you and say, how can I help with that? How, how, you know, what, what is it that, what is it that you need? How can I help with that? How can I be a part of this? Um, the old folks used to always say, everybody gets on a moving wagon.
2: Come on. That's, that's the analogy right there.
5: (laughs) I love it. Yeah.
2: No, no. I, listen, uh, Anselmo, I want to touch this question. I think BT has has, has, has touched on that piece, but I want to touch on this question from um, Pablo Lake. I can't pronounce the first name. I can't really see it, actually. But from Pablo Lake, it's it's up there a little bit. It says, what would you say should be the first actions to be taken, the ABC steps to get a church who has the potential to go online, actually online? What comes first and then after? What, what comes first, I would say, is... Um, an understanding of what you, uh, an understanding of the content you want to put online, yeah. an understanding of the question you want to answer, mm-hmm. an understanding of the question. Watch this, that you are uniquely positioned to answer given your lived experience. So, if a uh, Asian gentleman creates a natural black Hair channel for women and he's Asian would you watch that channel he could solve all your problems but you would not watch because his lived experience does not match what the the, the content that he's offering so that's not a channel he can offer so if you don't know the pornography struggle then you can't put out content to help people overcome porn If you don't know the alcoholic struggle, then you can't put out content to help somebody overcome alcoholism. So what it's going to require is for you to actually look inside and say, here are my issues and how God is bringing me over. And I will document this roadmap to share it with those who struggle the same way I do. And that, once you have that piece, you now need to look at who is my target audience? So now I've identified what my topic is. And to be clear, the topic is not, we're gonna go into all the world and teach the gospel. The topic is specific to you. God has given you a unique experience. Your unique experience is gonna inform what your topic is. Second piece is, who am I uniquely designed to answer this question for? Now you've identified your topic and your person. Once you've identified your topic and your person, now you can get into the technical. How are we going to put out content? Is it going to be quote memes? Is it going to be videos? Is it going to be shorts? Is it going to be reels? Is it going to be podcast topic? How are we going to put content out there? Once you decide what your delivery mechanism is, you need to be consistent. You need to put it out there at a regular interval. And people need to depend on you for putting it out there at that regular interval. The last piece is you got to close the loop. You've got to keep engaged. You never put a period at the end of the sentence. It's a two-way conversation. You've invested in this verbal contract with your audience. You need to pour into them and allow them to pour into you. You need to be real and vulnerable. You gotta share your mistakes, your downfalls. You can't just put on the facade and say, I'm perfect, you're not, come look at me. They resonate with the three voices, the sage, which is the wise person, The authoritative person that says, here's what I went through, don't do it this way. They resonate with this, the student, the person who can organize a conversation by asking a question and they resonate with the struggler, most with the struggler. Fam, I failed today. I failed today. Anybody who's online who has experienced ridiculous, radical growth is when they shared from a very vulnerable place.
1: Kirk, they're telling me to put on the appeal music. (laughs)
5: <laughs> he, 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 put, put water in the pool. Put water in the pool. Everybody's ready. Wow. But, but wow. answer, answer. If I if I can go back to one, I, I just 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 want to kind of m- marry two things that we we started off with the importance or the necessity of an online community, and we started talking about funding it. Um, let me just, just, I'm going to just share this with with, with everyone. There's a little church, a little church, little church, little church in in Houston, Texas, little church, little church. Um, And, and you know, you y'all know I'm being sarcastic a little. Um, I know, I know. Um, There, there, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, (laughs) their budget is $90 million a year. Oh, Their so budget is 90 million. Got it. Yeah, little church. Yeah, 90 million dollars a year. 79 million of the 90 comes from the online community. Mm. That's, that's, yes, that's, like that's like church. think about that for a second. 79 million of the 90 million comes from the online community, not from the people that are sitting in the building. Preach. Mercy. Importance of importance of connecting and having an online ministry. That's one. Here's the other one. Watch this. They spend million a year on TV ministry, on their online audience. They spend $31 million a year on the people inside the building. So the budget and your priority Mm. need to be in place. They're spending just as much connecting with their online audience and ministering to them, to people who have never been inside the building, who they have never seen, may never meet, but they minister them almost at the same level as they minister to the people inside the building. We have touched a little
1: bit, gentlemen, on this question, but I wanna get into some specifics. Um, When we talk about gear, we talk about gear um, bridging the gap. When we talk about bridging the gap between in-person worship and the virtual worship from a tech perspective, what are the gear essentials? before the pandemic, many of us were doing in-person worship and tech was involved. They were doing microphones. They were doing the house lights. Um, But if we're moving from an in-person thing to an online thing, and we're not talking about all the extra little content things, just if we're talking, because that's where most of our tech people are. We we are doing exactly what in the early part of program we said we shouldn't do just streaming the worship service. Right. (laughs) But if you are just streaming the worship service, service and you were trying to you know you've got those members who are at home those sick and shut in and they want to be able to see and participate when 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 people are looking at bridging that gap what are some of the technology items the pieces of gear or 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 even software stuff that people need that tech teams need to take a look at to bridge that gap and then How much money is a church looking to spend? And Kirk, I want to start with you. Um, because a lot of people see what you're doing and they see what BT is doing. People call me and ask me about my gear setup at home.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. Let,
1: let's start there. And I'm going to give you a full screen, Kirk. And, and let's oh show my. everybody what your gear at home looks like.
2: All right. All right. The behind the scenes shot. This is the one everybody loves. <laughs> this is what it looks like to your family. So I've got a teleprompter in front of me. I've got a screen off to the side. I've got the Roadcaster Pro. You know, this is how we, we bring in some things. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, so so that that these are some of the things that I have in front of me. And and I and for the most part, this is what uh a, a you know, a content creators home studio would probably look like. Um, One of the things that I always I I often say to folks is is your your gear acquisition needs to be functional. Um, So so don't don't skip over that part. I'm not gonna belabor that point. I know we've given you a lot of conceptual pieces. And I know some of you are like, give us some technical. So but one of the scenarios that I think is great, one of the things that uh, that BT and and, and Ron touched on earlier is the concept of how to really make your service hybrid. So one of the things is of course having a host who's gonna be able to speak directly to the the, the audience that's online. How do you bring in a host uh, into your in existing broadcast setup? You're gonna need to set up something similar to what you see me have right now. I'm gonna have to have a, a camera that's off to the side. What I would recommend is doing it in a place that has you know, a, a background shot of the main stage. So they know that you're still there, right? Mm-hmm. They, they know that you're still on site and it's live and it's happening right then and there. Um, if you can get a microphone that is, that will, you know, cut out the the, the, the ambient sound around you, it's really going to focus in on one, one voice. That microphone will be, enable you to have that person in a place that's not quiet, that's maybe not ideal, but they can actually uh, speak to the audience and give some announcements and things like that. Another thing that you can do is, because we have these mobile ways of bringing in uh, guests, what, depending on what system you're using, you can actually uh, do a, a mobile setup, right? Or a little mobile rig with a little microphone and a little tripod or, or at least a handheld piece. And that will enable you to even go on site go on site to a a, let's say you have a couple of folks who are sick and shut in or they have a couple of folks who are watching from a different location you can go on site and, and take the quote unquote production on the road right and then switch to that person and say hey here i'm, I'm wow. here at so and so place with this uh, portion of our online audience we want to welcome you we're, we're with them today they're here maybe they've got maybe a couple of family members that are worshiping in their home they've got the service on the tv being able to do those kinds of things having the tech right to be able to bring in people from those unique locations or those places and spaces really makes for a much more engaging and unique uh, online experience so that the person who's online knows I'm not just looking over the shoulder of the folks inside the church. I have somebody who's specific to me. And so, again, the tech pieces of that is there's there's um, can, let me grab one. Let me grab two things real quick, and I'll I'll, I'll show okay. those to you. One.
1: Okay. So, so Rohan, while he's doing that, I think that a lot of people, so we, we, a lot of, we got a whole lot of questions about small churches, small churches, small churches. Uh, and, and I feel that pain. I know that pain. S- so they're going to, some people have no clue about cameras. It's, is this a video camera, a handy camera? Is this a cell phone? Is this a, a cinema camera? Is this a, you know, so things like that. If there's somebody who's a part of a tech team that's watching today and they're, you used to coming in the church and flipping a switch to turn on the microphones and then they can adjust the volume and then they're done. That's pretty much all that they've been exposed to. When they're talking about getting a camera in the church, what, what kind of a camera um, might they be looking at and, how, and what's the range of costs that they would be looking at when it comes to the picture quality? Thank you. Thank you.
4: All right. So a couple of things um, for a small church, actually, you can get uh, quite a bit done from a small church let's start with my favorite um for small churches I, I think it's the gem that can be used it's my secret sauce that i've recommended to several churches and they they look like uh they're big churches it's called the mevo camera mm-hmm. mevo camera that little thing um can be operated from your uh it's just a, a, a mine is in the car i, I forgot to bring it in, but but it, it's a small, this big of a camera, right? And you connect a, a, a HDMI cable to it. make sure you run a hardwire connect, not HDMI. I'm sorry, uh, ethernet cable. I'm sorry to mm-hmm. it. And make sure you uh, get hardwired not Wi-Fi. hardwired Wi-Fi. Hardwire to it, and then you run that Mevo camera, and you can control that Mevo camera from off your phone. You can come from control it from off your iPad. And it has multiple shots. So you can do one little camera can generate eight, 10, 12 different scenes that can look like you have a four or five different cameras, but it's only coming out of one camera. So that's, the, that's the secret sauce. I give people that Mevo camera is a beautiful camera that can be used. Um, if you're doing from a, a software base, um, you can, and by the way, that Mevo camera is, you know, four, five, six hundred $600, I think. So it's not that expensive. Um, if you're going to a mid-level church, I would say, there you go, got the Mevo word right there, M-E-V-O, there you go, that's it, that's my secret sauce. And then the next one, I'll give you the next secret sauce that I use for other churches, the next secret sauce is TriCaster. So A TriCaster, if you're going to a medium-level sized church, um, you can invest in any range of a TriCaster, and that can run you all the way up to 30K, so that's that's pretty expensive okay yeah i know a church <laughs> yeah, I spent, guess. yeah a church did a consultation with me they they, they spent the thirty thousand dollars without even blinking and bought it
1: okay oh, oh so, wait 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 we heard a word there we heard that c word i hope you got you guys no, caught no, that uh, pretty, bt no. and and rohan kirk <laughs> consultation, consultation, what they're saying is call, you better call somebody and ask them because listen, listen, we can give you, and and we thought about this when we were planning this program is that we can give you some ideas in general stuff. But your building is unique. Your space is specific. Your audio needs are going to be specific. So while we can give you some general stuff today, there's nothing that will supplement or bypass having somebody who is a professional come in and look at your space, give you an an idea of this is what you need to do with lighting. These are the cameras that will work in this space. This is the type of audio system that is best and economical, um, suiting your needs needs here in this space so and, and that's going to cost you some money but don't be afraid to do that that's part of part of the sell of of that that uh, media teams and, and tech teams need to do to their um to their pastors and to their church boards and to their finance committees and saying look if we're going to do this we need help because we don't know how to do this on our own trust me i've tried it i've tried doing stuff on, on, my, on my own
4: and I've, I've, gone, I've gone around to quite a bit of church and church boards meeting, church board meetings to help boards to get to that point. But let me quick go, keep going quickly. If you're doing a medium sized church and you want to do something on a teleprompter, no, no, uh, no product placement sales, no, but what's that? Magic teleprompter. All right. Okay. This is a pretty good one. It looks heavy, but it's just a casing. Love that for teleprompter uses if you need that. Uh, if you're doing uh, software based, I would say StreamYard is a good place if you're doing online streaming. Uh, If you're doing, Ecamm is another good one. I think we're on Ecamm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, you have, if you're doing just virtual, uh, use Zoom. Okay? And please, 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 I beg of you, brethren, please, 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 I beg you, do not hit the stream button of Zoom. If you are not ready to go live, please. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. It's 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 bad sometimes. All right. And but 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 answer, can I add this this last part? Sure. Yep.
1: And we didn't um, forget you, Kirk. We're coming back to you.
4: There, there's there's one piece of equipment. I call it equipment, okay? But it's really training. I call it equipment that the media team needs to have and should not forget. And that is the equipping and training of the elderly Mm. and the shutting in in their churches.
1: Oh, wow. Mm. Mm -hmm.
4: That means you go in the home, set up the computer so that they can do the one-click process. They know how to get to the live stream. Yeah, That's the media team, the tech team's responsibility. And trust me, trust me, when you do that, those folk start sending money back Mm. to the media team in a significant way. I just gave, you-
3: mm. I gave Come on. Oh, that's yeah. huge. Come on. He's, that's he's huge. giving away the game.
2: Visitation. That's the whole game right there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, the hey, whole Rohan, game right there. And ask them, ask them, that point that Rohan just made, I, I, I was consulting with the church and they were trying to figure out how to connect their older members. So here's what they did. They went and bought tablets mm. for each of their older members. The tablet had one app on the screen. <laughs> I love it. It was the connection to their live stream. That's it. That member it. turned it on, hit the one thing, and they were connected to the stream. Eight, All nine. of their seniors love them because they connected them to what was happening at the church.
4: And I'm That's sure they send back the money to the church. Mercy.
5: Yes, sir. Mercy. Yes. Sir.
0: yes
2: sir. All right, Kirk. Mercy.
0: All right, Kirk. Let us know what you got, I, sir. Come on.
2: I feel I feel I feel like I I, I went overboard, um, <laughs> to, to, but I did grab a couple of items. Um, some of the things that I like to 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 recommend in terms of folks who are on the go. Here is a a a piece that is a accessory for the Roadcat Road Wireless Go 2 system. It is just a handheld piece that you can have in your hand but it, it connects to the Road Wireless Go system. So this is what the piece looks like. It has a little cover on it, but that's the actual Rode Wireless wow. Go mic that's the mic that's the mic right there that's it so this mic will connect wirelessly to the rest of your system so this is this will be the piece that's actually Uh plugged into your let's say your soundboard or whatever else this mic will be connected to that you have an additional uh uh, transmitter so you could have two people set up on this but this is a a really good way to be able to actually have somebody on camera who you need to pass the mic very quickly to you you know between uh hosts or whatever if you want to be able to do that this is one that i recommend this is a Road wireless go-to system. And then that what I showed you is the is, is one of the accessories. Another thing that I want to show in terms of being able to do things something quick and simple on the road is this guy right here. So this is this is um the MV88 video kit. All right, this is the MV88 video kit. So you're seeing it there in the shot right there, but this is what it looks like in you know in the flesh. So that's the mic on top. That's the MV88 microphone. It has a holder for your phone, and this mic can connect to your phone. Now you can just close up the, the legs of this thing and just point it towards. Yourself, wow. and you literally have a mobile rig. And because the phone already has internet built in, you can then connect. Let's say if you're using StreamYard, you're using Ecamm, you're using one of those platforms. You can connect using this to be able to connect in, have good audio, okay. have a time stable out, picture. Timeout.
1: Timeout. Time. 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 Timeout. Okay, oh, Kirk, So, so I got folk who are watching right now who were saying. But Kirk, we're talking about streaming our worship service. What in the world yeah. am I going to be doing with that little thing? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so for for my reg, just you, you know, they haven't changed their format. They're just saying now, how would they use something like that? And I want to throw I want to throw this at you because I think both okay. of you, uh, Rohan, and I, I, well, all of you, when, when we were at Pelk this past Pelk. Pelk did something that was fascinating to me. And I think most of us were here a part of that. And they did that live desk in the lobby. Live desk in the lobby. That was bridging the the gap between the at-home audience and the people in the building. So I could see that that, what you were using right there, you've got two hosts in your, I want your audience to imagine this. You've got two two people in your lobby before church mm. starts. Yes. And they are yes. catching visitors and deacons and members as they come into the building and yes. they are and you are broadcasting that so you've got your two hosts they're saying hey here is sister so-and-so and she is coming today sister so-and-so how was your week today we want you to just say hello to the folk at home and, and give them just to tell them just how the, how the <laughs> Lord has been good to you or what are you, you looking right, forward right. to in church today so while Sabbath school is happening on the inside while preliminaries is it. getting ready to start on the inside your people at home uh, are watching this and Kirk they might be you using that equipment that you just showed us to be able to get that video feed, that audio feed into the live stream at who?
2: Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I Only the other thing that I would add there, Anselm, you said that so well. So that piece is absolutely, you know, that point is made in terms of its relevance for that part of the service, being able to add that as a unique experience for your online audience. But I want to be clear, I'm hoping that churches are not just going to be focusing on the Sabbath service. I'm hoping that you will empower your folks to be able to create content. And, and, in and, 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 for somebody who's a, you know, one man band or, you know, somebody you need to do a quick record for, this is a quick and easy way to record some content
5: and
4: hey,
2: make it look hey, Kurt, good. Make it,
5: yeah. let, let,
4: let me, let me say that's, here, that's, here. that's
5: the answer. That's the answer to the question. Lorraine said, I'm a home-based ministry. Do I need all that equipment? The MV88 gets you up and going. That's it right there. I, I've don't used that with it. a lot of people. The MV88 is, is what you need to go with.
4: Yeah. Go ahead, like Rowan. Go ahead, Rowan. Kirk, I'd like to also say that that piece of equipment, like that camera that he's using there, and he's talking mm-hmm. about recording, yeah. But let's go, because I know you got a range of people watching your program. This is such a great program that people are watching you have the small churches you got the medium churches but let's talk now to the guys who may be a little bit more advanced and a little bit more That's uh, in depth and they're saying all right give me something to chew on all right come 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 right here i'm gonna let you chew on this right now yes sir. <laughs> you, can, you can take that same camera that kurt yes, just put up with that tripod and you can if your system if you use a tricaster system or so is ndi compatible mm-hmm. All you can do is download the NDI tools, you add that to your package, and then yep. you add the NDI tools to your phone. You can go and you're having the baptism. You go up with the phone and you're right Come there on. In the pool, covering the baptism. It's live, the audio is being transmitted, everything's being transmitted right here, and you're wirelessly connected back wow. to your switcher through NDI. You're upstairs yeah, or yeah. something is happening downstairs. You can have it NDI. That same lobby experience you're out there, the phone is out there. NBI. this piece of equipment right here, I think it was Roger Wade that just came on. He looks so beautiful, uh, I mean, I'm handsome. I with, mean, with his phone. Yeah, I mean you fun. don't understand what it's I mean, phone. right? I found 12, not even <laughs> oh, 13, 12. All because of the, the new system that he has, right? And with the NBI, you can raise the bar of what you do just with that. So I'm just talking to the more advanced guys. Hey, listen, the possibilities yeah, are it. endless.
2: The, the, and for my advanced folks that are out there, advanced folks who may not have the big production house uh, like what Rowan is 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 used to. No, no I'm just joking. You Come have on, you man. do have I think I think yeah, this was mentioned. This was mentioned before. This is the A10 Mini. You have the Pro. You have That's the Extreme. Yeah. This has multiple inputs that you can you can use. Um, and then, and then you can t- use something like the Hollyland. Um, Mars 400S. This is the Polyland Mars 400S. I'm trying to cover my face so that you can see see it. This is what it looks like. Um, This would then connect from the HDMI port on the back of this into the back of your switcher or into your back of your capture card, however you have that set up. Then you have another end of it that is on top of your camera. Boom, and this is gonna send wireless HDMI back and forth from wherever you are in the church or wherever you are, um, as long as you're within 400. I think it's four to eight hundred feet for this hot for this device here. This is gonna send wireless signal back and forth between the two, and so you can have you know that on the run mobile experience, but with a high quality camera. This is a Sony ZVE10. It doesn't have a really great lens on it right at this second, but this camera can do all of the things that you would want it to do. Really qu- quick autofocus, uh uh has HDMI streaming, all that, I'm sorry, USB streaming, all that's good stuff. But the, the point is, these are probably a little more advanced, for the smaller team that wants to get a little more advanced, want a little more variety in their content. How are they bringing in uh, different people from different spaces? I use this from time to time when, I, when we're recording praise and worship, I go into where the drummer is to be able to get a shot mm, of him. I wow. can walk into where other people are, can get a shot of them because this can send its connection, send its, its video signal, audio and video to be clear, back and forth to its partner which is then connected into your system. So sometimes people are trying to figure out how do I, how do I you know, augment what I'm doing to take it into different parts of our physical campus at the church. You can use some of these types of equipment to be able to make that happen.
1: And so that keeps you from having to do those great big old long HDMI runs or SDI yeah, runs. Which, don't, or, or
2: which, which have varying levels yeah. of, of, you know, success and failure. Okay. So goodness, yes. Yes.
0: yes. My so goodness, man. This, somebody's asking yeah. a, somebody in the chat yeah. Yeah. is asking and a, a
4: question NDI.tv for sports slash tools. You can get more information on NDI here. You can do wireless yes. HDMI NDI yep. or any of those things.
0: Somebody in the chat is asking a question about the PTZ optics camera. Can you talk a oh. little bit about that? Is that something that,
4: you know, yeah, would it's good. Be yeah, it's good yeah. I it think, depends. um, okay. Oh, you want to go ahead? Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. I, I think it just depends. You you said it earlier. It depends on the person's setup. I think I think a lot of what we have been talking about is going to be dependent on your setup and what you are trying to achieve. Um, it isn't going to be a one size fits all on that one, right? It's 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 going to be, you know. Uh, PTZ is is great depending on where you're doing, what you're doing and how you have it implemented. I've seen some who have the PTZs set up and it's amazing because they have one person operating them and it, it really allows for you to do a lot of things with a small team. But then I've also seen some who have the PTZ mounted, let's say to a balcony, right? And then when, yeah, you know, praise and worship gets good and people are jumping up and down, the PTZ is rocking like this. So the, it has its, <laughs> you know, it has its its pros and cons and it's all going to pe- depend on on what you so so i think what Rowan said earlier in terms of you know get the consult i think yeah, here here is a, one of those points where it's like i i think you know you can't be overstated you don't want to spend money unnecessarily because it, it what works for somebody else may not work for your situation ptc cameras are great i love them but not for all situations
5: so, so let's, let's help. Let's help I, some I, I folks, folks are it. trying to figure out what that is. PTZ is pan, tilt, zoom, pan, sorry. Tilt They're zooms. trying to some people are trying to get yeah, pan, <laughs> tilt, <laughs> zoom. Yeah. Um, and, and so here, 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 yeah, here's one for you for that's free. If you're going to use three PTZ cameras, then you need to have two people in the booth, one person mm-hmm. to select the shots, the other person to do the switching. Don't let don't, don't put that burden on one person. No, you please. need to have and still have that that one people. person
4: do PTZ shot selection and direct. I've seen that.
2: Yes. Yes. Direct and do audio, audio for the house and audio for right. the stream. And, and yeah.
4: But, but there, yeah there's no one do it. answer manage um,
2: comments and yeah <laughs> Pastor Paul, ball that's it seems yeah. like we need
0: to get that conference going man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i, that I see that a conference man because wow what a wealth of information go ahead yeah yes. go ahead Raheem. there's
4: one thing there's one other thing though a lot of churches though and this is a big thing Why, kirk is <clears throat> correct consultation is extremely critical because let me tell you one mistake that i've found with a lot of churches that i've done consultation with architecturally, they put stained glass behind the, the pulpit. Right. <laughs> and, right. And, What's and, worse is right. having it in
1: front of the pulpit.
4: When <laughs> <laughs> you put a PTZ camera and point it on that, hey, it, it's not going to work. It, it, it'll take, work. it takes a long time to catch the focus ring. The, it's so yeah. shifting because yeah. the light keeps shifting. The color keeps shifting. <laughs> the, 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 the color correction is off. So you got to be mindful of all those things. So I would say, um, take some consultation on the process. Um, it's no one size. Let me just say the truth, man. Our people like to have, hey, give, give me the recipe, man. Just give me the one size fits all. And then we, no, you can't get it like that. Yeah. Do, do the consultation. And there's, a, there's just so many things you can use. So many things are out there and let's help you make the best of what you do. So yeah. remember this, you pe- pe- only have one time to make a good impression, not a two second second time.
5: Yeah. Mm, so it, it pass, answer, if if I can help my dear friend, this is my good friend, Denise, Denise Batten down in in, in Fort Lauderdale. She asked a question. So I'm going to say it to Denise, Denise, you are in Southern Union. Oh, and so 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 just send, send, send me an email, send me a text, call me Denise, and, and we will take care of what you asked about for your church in Fort Lauderdale.
1: Yeah, Denise, Denise, we need to partner up because y'all are my neighbors right across the street. So yeah. we can have them come down and do a one-stop shop with, with, with all of us yeah. here hands-on in this place. Yeah. Listen, brethren, I'm looking at the clock, and the clock is, 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 is talking to me right now. It is saying that we yeah. are already one minute Hold beyond on. our end time, and I know yeah. we want to go. I, I see, Kirk... <laughs> he's still got, I would say we got two questions still left on the table. We haven't gotten to yet. Go ahead, Kirk, right quick.
2: No, I, I want to say two things. we talked about training. we talked about investing in yourself. One of the things that I do is train people on how to use platforms like Ecamm platforms, like StreamYard, uh, be, to be able to do remote production. So if that's something that you're interested in, hit up my links. We have an entire list of courses that are out there. I'll put a link in the YouTube chat. I I sent it to you, Antelam, I'm not certain if you put that out there. The second thing I wanna share, for those who wanna set up something for their home, not necessarily for church, but maybe for their home or their their office studio, I do have an equipment list on my website, kirkarnuja.com, and if you sign up for the mail list, you get that equipment list for free. So those are two resources I just wanna share with you. I have courses on my website that you can take $50 at your own pace, learn these platforms, learn how to do some of the things that I do. But then you also have an equipment guide. It's a PDF document, free download on my website. All you got to do is sign up for the mailing list. So I wanted to make sure that that is out there as well. Thank you so much.
1: Wow. And, and <laughs> he, he just, man, I, I am, um, I, I feel bad because I, I now you guys knew when we started this, this was a two part series um, so, so we're not done today even though our time is up for today we're not done. we're not done. so if you, you were blessed today, you want to make sure that you are with us on next week. I don't know if we can tell you who our who our guests are next week. I would love to bring these guys back because we only got like a fourth of, 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 of what we're, we're, I think we're, I we're trying to head today I, with them
0: follow I'm thinking the same way. I'm like look I mean I know we have some people next week they're gonna do it, but we got to bring this same team
1: yeah yeah, you know, yeah
0: we, we almost talked about part two. But wow, we couldn't even finish part one.
1: I mean, the stuff
0: was so deep. (laughs) Listen, listen, I want to,
1: can can we give it? So I still wanted to get to the, how much does it cost? I mean, and I know that's hard. It's hard to just give blanket stuff because again, every scenario was going to be different, but give us a range guys. If a tech team is starting with absolutely nothing and they're wanting to bridge this gap, small church, that, that, that 20 to 50 member church, that 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 church what kind of money are they talking about just in a general ballpark sense just throw them a figure out there throw them a bone let them give them an idea 50 members or less
4: uh thousand dollars to 1500 depending on what you go with if you go with a mevo camera i would say
1: thousand to fifteen hundred dollars so that's a one camera uh, system
2: no yeah. it's, it's it's a multi-camera system
1: okay multi-camera system okay
2: how much is the three camera for mevo I, I forgot Rowan
4: it's yeah,
1: 999 you can get
4: the one camera that gives you multiple shots but there's a three camera setup i think
5: that's like for 999 or something like that 999 that's, I, that's,
2: the, the, one, yeah, the, one that's the one i'm yeah the one camera is
5: 340 yeah the one camera is 349 okay oh 349 mebo right. so right. system so can get will give
2: you three mebo cameras and then those those three cameras give you multiple shots and then from there it would just be a matter of setting up some audio and then but the cameras themselves that system itself will do all the streaming and all that stuff for you so okay. it's a really great system and for a small church 50 members or less, I would say that's a good place to start. But I'm gonna add this in, Doctor, uh, Pastor Paul, I just have to. I hope that you have already understood what it is you're going online for. If you're a 50 member church, I wonder if that is the best use of the time and effort and energy. I wonder if if maybe putting content out online, which wouldn't require a Mevo setup, would require maybe one camera, some lights, a microphone, and create a space where you can record content Put that out there for people yeah, to
1: because let's
4: be oh, let's, let's, Go ahead, but for a smaller, bigger, or bigger than a 50 church, though, I, I would say you need to set aside at least 5K, five grand. I think is a good number to be at because, uh, if you're gonna buy a, a good um, HD camera, that's gonna run you about 1800 to two grand for a good camera, whether it be Panasonic, Sony, or whatever it is, and then you need a couple of ATM piece. Mini Pro. Yeah. Or, and you need and you need a proper audio board. You need a proper audio board. And I would say make it a digital board. Your life will be so yeah. much better. Make it a digital board. Yeah.
1: Okay. OK. All right. So listen. So, OK. All right. So I, all the stuff that I know that I'm trying to cram in here in these last two, three minutes, I know I can't do it. So so So, right. so, so let's do this, Dr. Henry. We pitched earlier this week that we're the prt is looking at the month of march in doing a full blown tech conference for ministry media uh, media and tech teams um, where we want to all of these questions that you're asking specifically we want to bring people like Kirk and 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 Rohan and a slew of others to be able to give you uh, you know your time and your space where you can ask questions they can do the presentations they can show you you know you look around Kirk's room um, right Mm -hmm. now and you see all kinds of gear and gadgets and he knows how to tell you you know how they work and what you can do with them that's going to be something that that we want to make sure that you keep an ear to the ground for coming in the month of march um rohan if you look around his room can we see your room uh, over there those boxes um, look at those boxes, oh, he just moved, boxes but he's still getting set up he's got stuff <laughs> in there too um and and, and, weird, and he's man. got stuff he's to coming. be able to teach and to share um with our our tech teams because this is a burden and a passion that we have we know that the gospel what what is that text you use that text the faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god there are people that just aren't coming back into our buildings the way they were but they still got to hear um, and they got and, and and you can see and hear together and so we want to do our best to be able to be a resource here at the pastor's round table to you